that dial it's time for another episode of everybody's favorite rockin rubes the dazzle dudes you know it just occurred to me that maybe some of you listeners might not get that cultural reference maybe being too young to have ever had a television set with knobs on it see back in the old days tvs had knobs one of which was for changing channels and some folks called that a dial so Like somebody on a TV show might say, don't touch that dial, because they wanted you to stay on that channel and watch their show like Bewitched, when what you really wanted to do was change channels and watch The Man From U.N.C.L.E., but you always had to watch Bewitched because it was your sister's favorite show, and she always got her way because she was a special kid, at least until college, when she got mixed up in that Liberation Group deal, and that showed your parents how special she was, didn't it, when they had to pay for all them lawyers and Sorry, I got a little distracted. Uh, Here we are. Here we are. Dazzle News, episode 20. Hard to believe. We got one more episode after this one, and that'll be the finale of Dazzle Dudes season one. We'll be taking a little break after episode 21 next week and be back with all new hijinks from the dudes and their pals this fall. But back to the business at hand. Last week, the dudes had their first radio interview with yours truly, of course, Freaky Dink Fingerhut, the big guy with a hairy eye, on my overnight local music show, Mixin's Own. It was a rousing success up until the last few minutes when a supposed creditor of Jesse's phoned in and offered to come on over to collect a debt. We all left right quick, so I'm hoping it got settled up later on, but who knows with Jesse. I never trusted him far as I could have thought him. Well, the band had gotten over their writer's block and gone back into Bud Carney's Carnival Sound Studios to cut a few more tracks. Everybody ready? Okay, remember, for music of the spheres, you really have to put yourself out there on the astral plane and imagine the planets rushing by. I'm ready! experience the spheres and their music yeah good it's it's spheres though okay yeah i'm just i'm just gonna play the drums on it okay Meteors come to fly 
In the name of full transparency, I want to admit that our decision to allow the Rock Buddies to compete was not fueled by altruism so much as it was a desire to see just how poorly the four kids from the suburbs of Atlanta would fare. It might surprise the listener to know that the Rock Buddies were a sort of concept band made up of youngins who impersonated dead rock stars. The lead singer dressed up like Jim Morrison. The guitar player was Dwayne Allman lookalike. The bass player was a girl that I suppose was supposed to be Janis Joplin, even though Janis Joplin didn't play bass or nothing, so go figure that one out. And in sort of an eerie foreshadowing, the drummer was made up to look like John Bonham, although Bonham was still very much alive in 74. Prescience or ineptness? You decide. So, fellas, let's start fresh, shall we? Ourselves and the Rock Buddies are looking forward to the big show tomorrow. This is quite an event, especially for a town the size of Mixon, wouldn't you say? Well, yes, sir. We've been at it for a while, and it's turned into a pretty successful venture. We we get people as far away as Alabama and North Florida coming to it now. And to your credit, to your credit, you got yourselves a little Woodstock happening here. Well, yes, with the distinction of having running water and toilet facilities. Of course, of course. I only meant that you've achieved something that could one day be remembered on a national scale. One flatters oneself that such is the case. So, gentlemen, let's talk about the order of the acts. Now, how is that ordinarily decided? Well, it's generally based on an audience response from the previous year. For instance, the Boogie Machine has been the top draw in mixing for a few years, so they've closed the last two shows, but lately, Freakin' Booger has done really well with their crowds, so they may close this year. Uh-huh. So where are you going to put the Dazzle Dudes? Well, probably close to the start. They, they renamed themselves from the Boogie Bros to the Dazzle Dudes just this year, and Although they're getting some attention, they're still a relatively new band. Plus, each year we have two acts that aren't technically part of the competition who show up, play a song or two, and leave, so they're kind of built-in openers. Yeah, huh? So, so what's that deal? Well, one is Helvis Von Trapp and the Trapezoids, who made a single called The Goddess about 20 years ago. And we keep that thing in rotations because folks love it. Sort of a novelty appeal there. When I lie in my bed, visions of you in my head, in my head, around my head, in my head, around my head. Uh-huh. And the other is the hollering boys. Now, the hollering boys are kind of local novelty favorites, too, but they mainly get to play because they show up every time and ain't nobody fixing to tell them no, they can't play. You'll get it when you see them. They're big boys. Oh, 
Okay, well, look it. We got a proposition to make. Please proceed by all means. Since the Rock Buddies are the only band with a record label deal, shouldn't they close the show? Well, if we used that criteria, then one could make the same argument for the Dazzle Dudes, Nespa. They have an album coming out. Yeah, well, I don't know anything about who Nespa is, but yeah, uh, right. They got an album coming out on Smush Records, right? Come on, fellas. We all know the difference. It's Crush Records. Always with the corrections. Okay, okay. So Picnic is a real record company. Been in business for 25 years. 35 years. Ricky, please. Picnic sells records all over the world. Crunch ain't even started yet. Well, that's true, but what is also true is that we've placed the advanced single you sent us of She's Gone Away by the Rock Buddies in regular rotation for the last two weeks, and it is yet to receive one single request. Not one. But see, that's the opportunity. That's how we help each other. You put the Rock Buddies as the closer and the star of the show, and you let me introduce them and pump them up, right, you know? And you'll have broken your head, and you'll get your request. People will go nuts. This is what we do, gentlemen. Well, the results from the airplay have not borne that theory out. Plus, it would be completely unfair to other bands who have worked hard in this area to establish real followings and have done so. One half percent. I beg your pardon? One half percent royalty on each copy sold of She's Gone Again by the Rock Buddies to be split by you and Dink in perpetuity. That means... I am intimately aware of the definition of perpetuity. The answer, and I know I speak for Dink as well, is no. First, you simply have no proof that your offer would yield any remotely measurable results. And second, and far more importantly, you have just offered us payola, which, as you know, is a crime punishable by federal jail time. So let me make it abundantly clear. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, Fletcher, when you get all serious like that, your little mouth just puckers right up. You want to know what it makes me think of? No, by God, he don't, and I don't, and the answer is no. You hear me? Oh, eyebrow man gets all tough to protect his girlfriend, huh? Well, let me just introduce you to my Uncle Frank here. Let me just tell you something, man, you greasy little son of a bitch. You better be ready to use that damn pistol if you're going to show it. We don't put up with shit like that in Georgia. Easy, easy, dinkhead. I'm not going to shoot you. Now, Ricky, on the other hand... Hellbelly cocksuckers. No, I just wanted to give you a reminder of our conversations about our friends up north. See, they take negotiations like this a lot more seriously than me. Well, hello, everyone. Hey, boys. Hey, Dick. Hey, Fletcher. 
Well, hey, Captain. Hey, Connie. Glad y'all could join us. Captain, Connie, what a delightful treat. Well, Monotander, how nice. I thought you characters might be around. But Captain Halloran, we weren't expecting. Now, seeing that you've got one of these big round quarter booths and not enough room for everybody, it might seem like maybe the two of you fellows could slide out and let a lady have a seat. Maybe you could grab those chairs over there and sit on What do you say? Sorry. Sure, sure. Sorry, get up, Ricky. Get up. Here, we'll just pull these chairs over here and we can just sit So I'm going to ask. <laughs> now, it looked like there was a big hunk of pig iron on the table when we walked up. Want to tell me about it, Mun? Uh, I'm sorry, pig iron? You know, that 38 snub nose you jammed back in your pocket right quick. Don't you play the dumbass with me, boy. Pull it out. Give it here. I just carry this for protection. Give it here. Okay. Now, explain to me what prompted you to pull a gun on my friend's here. Hmm? Uh, oh, I didn't really. I just was... He was reminding us of how they have lots of powerful friends out north, Captain. Oh, was that so, man? Well, you know, Captain, you're a businessman. Sometimes deals take a turn for... Yes, you're right. I am a businessman. I'm a good businessman. An ethical one. And I have not, nor has anyone in my employ ever had reason to show a pistol in a business deal. Good God, boy, do you know where you are? You obviously look like you're not from around here with that greasy hair and checkerboard laser suit you got on. I'll bet you 85% of the customers in this restaurant are carrying. You're lucky you and Tander aren't bleeding out in a ditch somewhere on State Road 21. Captain, I didn't... Shut up, I'm still talking. And my friends up north, I assume you mean folks like Callahan and Delancey? Well, yeah, them and, um... Well, good, decent men, both of them. I just had them out to the ranch last week, in fact. Little golf, little booze, you know... Ride a few horses? Turns out they're not too happy with either of you. No returns on investment, you understand? I don't believe I'd invoke them as backup to any threats you make. We, we weren't- Ah, shut up. I've been making records for 30 fucking years, ever heard of that fucking- You know, Tandra, I used to feel kinda sorry for you, what with that voice doohickey you gotta use and all. But then I find out how you got it. You're a son of a bitch, and I swear, if you don't put that goddamn thing away right now, I'll take it out and run over it with my car. It's the white Imperial convertible, by the way. It's a beautiful car, too, Cappy. Oh, thank you, kind of gal. So, boys, it's good to have lots of friends and all. I feel blessed to say that I do. You know what else is good? Land. Lots and lots of land. Got me a lot of land, too. Now, sure, a whole lot of it's desert, but with a little vision, well, who knows what it might be one day. In fact, my sweet little Connie gal and I went flying over a bunch of it in my Cessna just last week, didn't we, darling? We sure did, Cappy. That's a lot of land you got, mister. Yes, ma'am. And uh, what you see out there? Anything interesting, Connie gal? Well, it's a lot of empty land. It's real far away from anything. I did see a bunch of funny-shaped holes out there, but I don't know. Yep, that's the desert for you. Nothing for miles. Nobody for miles. Fella gets lost out there, not likely any people gonna find him. <laughs> Varmints will, though. Fast. Coyotes. Rattlesnakes. Captain, I, I think we mm -hmm. get... Bobcats. Yeah, I'm just full of wildlife. No tree. You'd be in a prickle to get stuck out there. <laughs> yeah. Captain, I, I think we get your point, sir. <laughs> well, point? I'm not making a point. Just bragging a little about my land in front of my sweetie here. Uh, okay, well, I, I think Mr. Tander and I are going to go ahead and take our leave sure, now. Sure, sure. Yeah, have a good night, fellas. 
Uh, I'm just gonna hang on to this little pop gun you was carrying unless it gets you in trouble around town, you understand? <laughs> I want that. Yes, yes, sir. Also, that little stamp decent have you to pick up a tab for tonight, so do me a favor, would you get up at the cash register, would you get him to add a shove us on the rocks for me and a beef eater martini for Miss Connie? Fletch, Dink, you want anything? No, sir, Captain, thank you, we're fine. Uh, yeah, thank you, sir, no problem, Captain, we're, we'll take care of the check, no problem. Cocksuckers. Fucking criminals. I warned you, Tender. That says you gotta run over with the Imperial. Well, I was afraid the metal part might puncture the tire. Plus, the ice bucket was just sitting right there. Episode 20 of Dazzle Dudes, which was written, recorded, and produced by Murray Attaway. All material is copyrighted 2019. You can find Dazzle Dudes on Apple Podcasts, Android, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Overcast, Radio Public, and at DazzleDudes.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. So we've done 20 episodes, one each week, every Friday without fail. Dazzle Dudes has no staff of any kind and is all written, acted, recorded, edited, and produced by Murray Attaway with occasional writing by Layla Attaway, who also provides the voice of Sandy. As you know, Dazzle Dudes is completely free, including no commercials, no requests for online donations, no subscriptions, no nothing free. All we want out of this is for you to keep listening, have fun, share it with other folks. We're very, very grateful to everyone who has taken the time to rate and review us. And we hope that some more of you will go to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or someplace and give us a good review because it really, really helps to get the word out. And remember, we know that you don't want drunk Uncle Harry getting on FaceTime all the time to yell at you about politics, but that doesn't mean that you can't help older folks learn to listen to podcasts. But let's face it, there's a whole giant world of good stuff out there for people of all ages. And it'd be a nice gesture if you was just to show one senior how to listen to one podcast. They'll thank you, I guarantee it. For example, you just point them to DazzleDudes.com. That's just one that springs to mind. That'd be a fine place to start. No politics, no arguing. 
you need to warn them that there is some cussing, though, but I think you'd be kind of surprised how little they care about that. So, next week is Dazzle Dude's Season 1 Finale, The Battle of the Bands. Afterwards, we're going to take a break for the rest of the summer, but we'll be back early in the fall for Season 2. But for now, we'll see you next week at the Battle of the Bands. I want to put on my, 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 my boogie shoes. Just a boogie with you.